This is V-Week at ESPN Radio. I never imagined that I'd be able to be standing here 20 years after Jimmy V's speech. I hear Jimmy's words in my head. The most poignant seven words ever uttered in any speech anywhere. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. So I will never give up. To be honored with this, I now have a responsibility to also not ever give up. And that speech, don't give up, don't ever give up, has created what we're here today. Because of all the donations, research, and support, mine is one of the lives that's been saved. This is V-Week at ESPN Radio. Join the fight. Go to v.org backslash donate. 100% of your donation goes to cancer research. Okay, welcome to the show. It is Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can watch us on ESPN2 and all of our ESPN radio shows today, all day on ESPN2. Of course, listen to us on our great ESPN stations across the country, Sirius XM, Channel 80, Loma, Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. As you heard there, you heard the voices of the late, great Jim Valvano, the late, great Stuart Scott, as well as Dick Vitale, Robin Roberts, and others. It is V-Week And we kick it off today here on ESPN Radio on Giving Tuesday. It is the day across the country where people give back to those in need. And, of course, with the V Foundation Cancer Research and to fund all of the health care and the support for those who, of course, are fighting this horrific cancer that is out there all day long. We are going to honor everybody and we are going to raise money for the V Foundation. Of course, these are challenging times for everyone. We hope that you will donate. You will be a part of it. If you're watching on the TV side, you see it. You can go to v.org slash donate. That's the letter v.org slash donate. 100% of your donation goes to Cancer Research. And, of course, we are going to be talking about it all morning long, as well as, obviously, the conversation about sports. We saw one that in football last night with an upset victory for the Chicago Bears over the Minnesota Vikings. And we thank Megan Judge and everybody involved in this, running this and operating this all day to give back to those who obviously need on Giving Tuesday. Good morning, Smalls. Good morning, CeCe. Good morning, Ev. Good morning, Smalls. And this is one of my favorite days, being able to work for the company because we're able to give voice and give a platform to the charities that are near and dear to all of our hearts. And the V Foundation is front and center when we talk about that. Cancer is always closer than any of us would like. And so I'm glad to be a part of doing this special work and raising awareness and raising money to continue to work that the good men and women do to cure this terrible, terrible disease. Yeah, it really is a special day for us to be able to use our platform to hopefully raise some money and get closer towards a cure. And unfortunately, guys, all of us are all too familiar with cancer. We all know someone who has dealt with it, who's currently battling it. And every dollar counts, as you mentioned, Evan, 100% of the money donated going towards research to help fight this awful disease that, again, hopefully we all don't have to deal with it in the future. Yeah, I think the, the idea of it being closer than you think is a really important thing. I mean, I have this t-shirt here. I will display it on the uh, on the screen for Sylvie, Mark Silverman in uh, in Chicago, one of our great hosts there who beat and fought cancer. Um, and that was a part of the ESPN 1000 team. Unfortunately, th- our teammate there, Jeff Dickerson, passed away a couple of years ago because of it. And it is near and dear. Sylvie's a close friend of mine, right around my age, and beat it within the last year or two and raised money for the V Foundation while, uh, by way of Sylvie Strong. Everyone has their version of that. Yes. Right? Yes. I'm just displaying it here uh, because we all know him and we are friendly with him. And you're going to be in his studios in a couple of weeks, right? Like you're going to see it and you're not, and you're going to say, hey, Sylvie, nice to see you. What's going on? And we don't go to that place of it was him. 
It could be me. It could be you. It could be like, and that's what we're doing today. V.org slash donate. And everyone has their person they think of. This is thankfully someone that survived, but there are so many people that did not as a result. Yeah. And and it's unfortunate. And I just think back to the words of Stuart Scott and the words of Jim Valvano and how they said, don't ever give up, Mm -hmm. you know, don't ever give up. And, And it's, it's a fight that, you know, you, you have those individuals that take it up, and even when they get tired of fighting, and the people around them, the community around them, have to pick up and help to fight for them. So, I think it's I think it's great that we do that here at ESPN, and I want to make sure that I make this point: if it's not the V Foundation, there are other great charitable organizations out there, mm-hmm. and I encourage people to do their research, find out. And get in where you fit in because we all have something to give your talent, your time, your treasure. We all have something to give, but we all have to do our part in making our communities, making this world a better place. And today is a great place to start with Giving Tuesday. And now that it's a holiday season, we're thinking about gifts, right? We're thinking about what we can do to to make someone smile, to give something to one of our loved ones, to find that purpose perfect thing to give somebody but on a day like today it really reminds you that the things that you want the most the best gifts in your life are not material objects it's your health it's your family's health and if somebody that you know or you yourself is battling cancer or some form of disease or there's just something in your in your life from a health perspective that you're having to overcome I think today is the day where you donate you you just really have a grateful heart about the the things that we do have you know I I have to admit I am someone that cries pretty easily, right, about a lot of different things. So there's, there could be things today that I just start tearing up on. But you referenced Stuart Scott, CC, and a quote. You beat cancer by how you live, why you live, and the manner in which you live. I mean, that is strong. That is a strong I, – I am somebody that too many times I'll own it. Live It lives in the glass half empty and not glass half full, Yeah. right? And it's a day like today that you realize we are fortunate enough to have our health – live the way that we live, have this unbelievable platform that the three of us earned to get on this platform. But there's days like this where it's important to give back, obviously. I mean, we, we are so fortunate to be able to give you what we give you every single day. And now we're asking of you something that we don't normally ask of you, which is money, right? Not to us, but to donate. V.org slash donate. 100% of your donation to cancer research. Just do something to save and help one person, right? A dollar, two dollars, three dollars. It doesn't matter how much. And you can put a smile on someone's face. And ESPN, what they've done here is just remarkable over the course of time because we all watched and listened to ESPN prior to working here. Like, I, I remember yeah. so many times Mike and Mike on this day doing things like this, right? Yeah. A- and now we're a part of it, and it's our responsibility to do it for others. Oh, there's no question about it. And we don't take that responsibility lightly. And quite frankly, it's an honor and a privilege for us to be here and be able to do this mm-hmm. and for a cause that affects one of every three women in their lifetime or one of every two men in their lifetime. That that Those are the rates in which people are diagnosed for cancer in this country. I think it's important that we all get in and do something in order to move the ball forward in terms of treatment options and being able to find a cure, but also when it comes to the racial disparity in cancer diagnoses and treatments. And that's what the Stuart Scott Foundation is all about within the V Foundation and, and having the opportunity to be involved in that aspect of it because there is an inequity when it comes to medical treatment in this country, specifically around this particular disease. And so I think it's important that we also acknowledge that today on Giving Tuesday, making sure that we all have a heightened awareness 
and try to do something about that. Today, you can do something about it. You can get involved with the fight by donating at V.org. Yeah, and awareness is is really important for things like that because it might prompt you to then go ahead and give money. And that's what this is all about, right? It's not just donating for the sake of donating. It's donating because those dollars are getting us closer to a cure. You know, I think a lot of people, and we're going to have Coach K on later, which will be awesome to talk to him, obviously, Coach Krzyzewski, Duke, as people know. A lot of people think about the V Foundation, and they hear that, and it's associated with cancer research and funding for cancer research. And I don't know that a lot of people actually, younger generations, truly understand Jim Valvano. Mm-hmm. The college basketball coach, NC State, won a championship like CCNI is from New York. And I remember there was one night, I, I have no idea why I ended up there, but do you remember CC Smalls is way before you lived in, the, in New York? Do you remember there was a the Mickey Mantle's restaurant? Yeah. Back in the day? Yeah, yeah. I have no idea why. I, was, I remember walking somewhere with my mom and my sister, and I saw a crowd. Outside of Mickey Mantle's restaurant, I was a little kid, and something was going on, and I remember sneaking in there, and on everything, Jim Valvano is holding court. <laughs> he is, so it, he, he passed away in, what, 1993, right? So I would have been at this point, let's say 11 or 12 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I remember walking in, and this is the life of the party. This is the guy that was on – well, he was on TV at that point. He was, he was with Dick Vitale. He was on the college basketball broadcast. He was the kind of person that comes in a room – and I, I'm not claiming to know him, but I'm claiming to observe this, and everyone stops. And it's just listening to the stories, and he's telling jokes, and he's getting this person involved and that person involved. That kind of person that you look at, and, and it makes sense why that guy is the person, may he rest in peace, that everyone has rallied behind because of how much of, of life he brought to the party. Right, And in his death, he has raised so much money for cancer research, and that, of course, is what we're doing today. Again, v.org slash donate. You can help support the critical work of the V Foundation for Cancer Research, as CC mentioned, whatever charity it is. Obviously, ESPN, we are proud to associate with the V Foundation, but whatever charity it is, all day long, ESPN Radio is going to be supporting the V Foundation. Challenging times, we know, for everybody, so anything you can give would be much appreciated. All right, we will continue the conversation around Giving Tuesday coming up as well. As we did have a football game on ESPN last night, an upset. The Bears beat the Vikings. We'll get to that coming up. It's on Sportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Today is Giving Tuesday. When you die, it does not mean that you lose to cancer. You beat cancer by how you live, why you live, and in the manner in which you live. If you're able, we hope that you'll join us today and support the critical work of the V Foundation for Cancer Research in honor of our friend, Stuart Scott. 
Go to V.org slash Stewart to help the V Foundation achieve victory over cancer. That's V.org slash Stewart. It is Giving Tuesday here on Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen, with you all day long. All of our ESPN Radio teammates and us will be giving you the information so you can donate to the V Foundation or whatever charity it is that you feel necessary or willing to donate to. V.org slash donate. 100% of your donation goes to cancer research. And we certainly encourage you to be a part of it. We will, of course, get back into that. We will have many guests throughout the show telling their stories, obviously heartfelt stories throughout the day today. We did have a football game last night. Not the Speaking best. of Giving Tuesday, it, it was Giving Monday for Josh Dobbs. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was just giving it away like it was going out of style. Four interceptions last night, Smalls, and it could have been six. Yeah. I mean, it felt like he thought Jalen Johnson, quarterback for the Chicago Bears, was on his team. Like, <laughs> I thought stop, about you stop, with him. Stop throwing the ball to him. You, stop it. There was one in the first half. It should have been a pick six, you which know, would have been the only touchdown the Bears scored, ironically. But anyway, yeah. I digress. No, Cece, you, so Bears won 12-10 for anybody who didn't see it on ESPN last night. And if you didn't see it, you were the real winner because <laughs> last night's game set football back that was rough <laughs> it was bad it was rough <laughs> is there any really other rough. way to frame it it was bad i mean even bad fo- i want to watch football even when it's bad it's like pizza even when it's cold might not be the best you're still gonna eat it like that's how i feel about the national football league but last night last night tested it just like giants patriots on sunday tested it oh, last la- last night tested it a little bit it tested it last night that pizza's night. been in the fridge a little too yeah. long last night. <laughs> it's a little gamey as my wife would say a little gamey smalls a little gamey. Little i gamey. didn't think of you with jalen johnson because remember around the trade deadline there was rumors that he was going to get traded and you're like first rounder and i'm like really yeah and you're like he's legit somebody'll give up a first rounder potentially for him and then obviously the bears pulled him back kind of off that trade market but he did have the picks last night 12-10 bears win over the vikings vikings playoff uh, hopes not over by any stretch of imagination, but certainly in question. We saw last night, unfortunately, why the best story in the NFL this year, Josh Dobbs, is a journeyman. I mean, I, 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 we have to be fair. Okay. We saw now. The flip side is how how fair is it for us to expect the world out of a guy that never gets prep time? It's like, hey, he got the- there. He got there a month ago. It's not a ton of prep time. No, it's no, but it's, it's no. I guess that's my point. Though. Yeah, he got there a month ago, and they're asking him to save the season because they want to make it to the playoffs. Right. So I mean, that's lofty expectations. But in four games, they're two and two, and they still have a sixty-two percent chance, according to our FBI, to get into the playoffs. So I mean, more likely, more them? likely than not, the Vikings will be in the playoffs. Well, I don't feel great about what they did last night, <laughs> but if you look at their remaining schedule in comparison to the other teams that are going to be in the wild card mix, those last two wild card spots in the NFC, that being Seattle, that being the Rams, that being the Green Bay Packers, they have a favorable schedule in comparison to those other ones. Mm-hmm. And so, why would we not think that the Minnesota Vikings can find a way to get to nine or ten wins and punch their ticket to the playoffs? And why would we not think that Josh Jobs would be able to make magic happen every week? Because the first couple of weeks he was there, he didn't know his teammates' names. He, he didn't know the playbook. He didn't know anything. And he was able to pull a rabbit out of his hat. So I feel like he, unfortunately, with what he was able to do at the outset of his Vikings career, set expectations in a kind of unattainable place for him. Right. He's a victim of his own success. Yes. Because we've seen him now multiple times, like, get traded somewhere on a Monday or he can trade it somewhere on a Saturday and play on a Sunday, basically. It's like, oh, well, how could he not do that every time? Because he doesn't have a lot of prep time. Here's the one thing. 
Are we sure the Vikings' schedule is the easiest of the bunch? Yeah. I, I count three losable games with the Packers. I count maybe two losable games. Yeah, no, but no, the, no, the Vikings one need, need one less win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, I mean, do, do you really trust that the Green Bay Packers are going to win, what, four of their next six to I get to nine wins? I have no. no. There's no way they're going to win four of their next six. That's not going to happen. Did you see Seattle's schedule? Good luck with that. And then the L.A. Rams got two losses on their schedule with the Ravens and 49ers. So good luck with them getting the nine wins. Again, the Minnesota Vikings are going to make it to the playoffs. And I said this over a month ago. They're going to get into the playoffs. People need to accept it. Just embrace it. They didn't cover themselves in glory last night. But I do think they're going to find a way to be able to cobble together three wins down the stretch. And here's the thing. They play, I believe it's the Detroit Lions in their regular season finale. Yeah, That's a game that Detroit might not need. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we'll, we'll end up seeing what happens. But if the Eagles keep training in the direction that they're going in, the NFC number one seed is going to be gone away. The Detroit Lions might not need to play in that game because we know they're going to clinch the NFC North. So, again, I do think the Minnesota Vikings are going to win that game. To me – the interesting aspect of what we saw on Monday Night Football has to do with the Chicago Bears. And I, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I thought last night's win did more for Matt Eberflus oh. and his job security in Chicago than it did for Justin Fields. Interesting. I, I, I didn't think Justin Fields looked great at all. There was a point in the broadcast in the first half where even Troy Aikman is pointing out on a third down for Darnell Mooney, he sets up over the middle of the field in the middle of zone coverage, and he uncovers, and Justin Fields has got to hit him in phase. Troy Aikman talked about it. Justin Fields doesn't pull the trigger. He scrambles out of the pocket. Darnell Moody actually continues to move with his quarterback. Fields finally fires the ball down the field. It's high. It ends up being, in effect, a hospital ball. And Metellus, the safety for the Minnesota Vikings, almost knocks himself out while knocking Darnell Mooney out in the process, and it's an incomplete pass. Those are the plays that a third-year quarterback in the second half of year three has to be able to make. Those are the throws that he has to be able to hit. When Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator, dials it up and the X's and O's are there, you got to execute. And Justin Fields is not executing. So I don't think there's anything that we're going to see from Fields down the stretch that's going to preclude the Chicago Bears from using the number one overall pick on a quarterback. Conversely, I do think if the Chicago Bears are able to cobble together some wins, say they win three or four games down the stretch, which is highly unlikely but still plausible, I do think we can live in a world where you can justify Matt Eberflus's job security. Because – if we're talking about how they would have to win those games, it's going to be on the defensive side of the ball. And to your point, Ev, the reason why they didn't trade Jalen Johnson and the reason why they did make the trade for Montez Sweat and sending a second rounder to Washington for an impending free agent is because Ryan Pace might want to answer the question of whether or not he has a head coach. I think the question of whether or not he has his quarterback in the future, that that is long past. He knows that it's not going to be Justin Fields. The opportunity cost is too great. But I can still figure out whether or not I have a legitimate head coach in Matt Eberflus. I've got pressure players on all three levels of my defense now with Montez Sweat up front. I've got Tremaine Edmonds in the middle of my defense, a free agent they signed from the Bills. And I've got Jaquan Brisker and Jalen Johnson on the back end. Let's see what my defensive-minded coach can do down the stretch. And if he can get us to 7-10, and 10, if he can get us to 8-9, and nine, then maybe it's a consideration. Maybe it's on the board that he's the head coach for the Chicago Bears in 2024. 
But if you're a Bears fan, is that what you want? Because I can't forget everything that happened earlier in the season, all the dysfunction with the assistant coaches, Justin Fields, calling people out publicly. Even if they're able to course correct a little bit, if you know Justin Fields is not going to be your starting quarterback moving forward and you're going to draft somebody, even if there's a little bit of gray area on Matt Eberflus, do you really want to bring him back? Wouldn't you want to start with a fresh new regime, a new coaching staff to help grow the quarterback, somebody that you have a lot of confidence in that can really build this this quarterback into hopefully the franchise quarterback that the Chicago Bears have been hoping for for, I don't know, a decade plus? Well, I can tell you the name that I think Bears fans are enamored by is Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Sorry, I should say. Jim Harbaugh. I think that's he's a former quarterback. That's the name. They think about Jim Harbaugh. They think about him working potentially with Caleb Williams from USC, who they would get by way of that Carolina pick, which now, by the way, Bears fans have to be nervous because is there going to be an interim coach bump in Carolina? Which could take them out of the number one spot. Oh. Think about that for a no. second. <laughs> no. <laughs> the interim be. coach bump theory no. is out the window. No. The Carolina is so no. bad. <laughs> No. All day yesterday on ESPN no. Radio, everybody's playing CC Sound about how bad Carolina is. No. And now he's doubling down on that. So, okay, so then you don't have to worry about that. But that's the name they're enamored by, right? And this is where I don't know what the right answer is because when you have a brand-new rookie quarterback, is the move to hire an offensive coach as a head coach to work with that rookie quarterback or for the head coach to be perfect on the defensive side of the ball to give that quarterback some leeway. Now, obviously, you want somebody who can do both. You had Tom Coughlin, John Harbaugh, Bill Parcells. Those are guys that could do both. Some coaches we've seen really are only good on one side of the ball here. What do you do? You have a franchise rookie quarterback. You want an offensive guy or you want a defensive guy? I want a good coach, and I think that's all that matters. I know everybody wants to be enamored with the bright, young offensive mind and right. Ben Johnson with the Detroit Lions, but look at what D'Amico Ryans is doing in Houston with C.J. Stroud. Good example. I mean, you're talking about a top-five pick at quarterback, and he's developing them, and they're going to probably make the playoffs. Wait, stop there for a second. That's why we have to get out of that mindset of, oh, we got to hire the offensive coach for the young quarterback. You just need a good coach. Right. And you need a good coach, and you need somebody that's going to establish a culture and establish an identity. And that's why the next five games for me are going to tell the tale with Matt Eberflus in Chicago. If they can have a winning record in the next five games, if they win three out of five or four out of five, then I think the decision is made. Matt Eberflus should be coming back in Chicago in 2024. Think about all of this function that we already outlined with two head co- two coaches on the staff being dismissed because of quote-unquote HR issues, Justin Fields throwing the coaching staff under the bus earlier in the season, surviving the Justin Fields injury, winning a game with Tyson. Like all of those things, and yet if this team can find a way down the stretch in the second half to win games – and that's a big step in the right direction. I mean, this season they hadn't beaten an NFC North opponent. They hadn't beaten a team with a winning record. They actually did both last night. So it's a step in the right direction for Matt Eberflus. Now the remaining schedule for the Chicago Bears is as followed. They've got their bye week. Then they've got the Lions at, on the road against the Browns, home against the Cardinals, home against the Falcons, on the road against the Green Bay Packers. It is not off the board that they could have a winning record over the next five games. And if so, things would be trending in the right direction. It would be hard if you win four out of your final six to dismiss your head coach. It just would be. It wouldn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Seven and ten would feel like winning the Super Bowl for the Bears. Yeah. Right? If they, if they do what you just said, seven and ten would feel like winning the Super well, Bowl. Well, it, it would be progress, though, right? I mean, you were, three and for four, sure. you were three and 14 last year. If you can finish seven and ten, that's a four-game improvement. That's enormous. I mean, that's, that's Ryan Pace and Matt Everflew selling that the program is moving in the right direction. Yeah. Um, and Poles and Everflew obviously doing a tremendous job last night. 
Last Not night. in general, last night. How in the world do you have four takeaways and you only have three points off of those takeaways? Oh, wait, I just saw that Baltimore Ravens against the Chargers. Got it. <laughs> it is Giving Tuesday here on ESPN Radio. We hope, obviously, you can be a part of it. V.org slash donate now and help the sub-support the critical work of the V Foundation for Cancer Research. Coming up, a professional golfer, Camilio Vajegas, who has lived through, for lack of a better way of saying it, hell and come out the other end. We will explain when he joins us on Giving Tuesday next. It's on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Today is Giving Tuesday. When you donate to the V Foundation, 100% of your donation goes to cancer research because they have a separate endowment that covers administrative expenses. 100% of what you give goes to the researchers working so hard to find a cure. If you're able, go to v.org slash donate to help support the V Foundation for Cancer Research. Sportsman like here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. It is Giving Tuesday. Each year during V Week, which is this week, we honor Jim Belvano by supporting the V Foundation for Cancer Research. The foundation he announced in his unforgettable 1993 SB speech. Jimmy V's message of don't give up, don't ever give up, means more now than ever before. So we come together with the shared mission to accelerate the victory over cancer, you can go to the website v.org slash donate now and help support the critical work of the V Foundation for Cancer Research. We are going to be talking to Camilio Vajegas, uh, Camilio Vajegas in just a couple of minutes here, professional golfer who has lived through absolute hell in his life and the loss of a daughter because of cancer. We are going to talk to him in just a few minutes, of course, no easy transition out of that conversation into something else. But I do want to follow up on something, CeCe, that you said previously about the game last night with the Chicago Bears and not necessarily giving the vote of confidence to Matt Eberflus, their head coach, no. but giving the vote of confidence to find out if you should give the vote of confidence. Yeah, and, and I guess that's the part that seems... Like I'm playing the results a little bit. Hindsight is all, hindsight is always twenty twenty, and I know I'm applying this logic retroactively. But think about it: if you're Ryan Pace, why would you send a premium pick, a high second round pick, to the Washington Commanders for Montez Sweat just to pay the guy 
25, 26 million dollars a year now. Why would you do that? The old, you know, like with the, with the old Brian Windhorst, why would you do that? <laughs> why would you do that? Why wouldn't you trade Jalen Johnson for a premium pick knowing that he's an impending free agent? Why would you not do that? The only thing that I can come up with based on what I've seen in the last couple of games for the Chicago Bears is that maybe you want to see if your head coach can establish an identity with the side of the ball that is right up his wheelhouse. Like his area of expertise is defense. That's where he made his bones in the NFL with the Indianapolis Colts. He was a defensive coordinator. Let me see what he can do when I give him pieces on all three levels of that defense. And what he showed last night is that we can beat a winning team with suspect quarterback play because of how good this defense can actually be when I have the pieces to be able to execute my scheme, my X's and O's. So I guess the whole question is whether or not in the second half of the season Matt Eberflus can show Ryan Pace and the Chicago Bears brass that he is a good coach and that he deserves an opportunity to lead this team in the future and that you'll give him the benefit of the doubt as you transition to a new quarterback. I just always think of this from a fan perspective. And if I'm a Chicago Bears fan – do I do I want them to keep winning? Do I want Matt Eberflus to suddenly have the confidence meter go up? I know after the game, DJ Moore said that winning is contagious, and maybe this could be a springboard to have exactly what you just outlined happen, where the yeah. Bears somehow uh, get get galvanized. They use this as momentum moving forward. And if I'm a Bears fan, I want them to get vitamin C. I don't want winning to be contagious. I think I've seen enough out of <laughs> out of the quarterback, out of the coach, out of the state of affairs. I want them to be in a position where they can wipe the slate clean, get a new quarterback, and have themselves from a draft perspective in the best position possible to turn the page. Well, right. right. Now, I was just going to say, this is the most unique situation in the entire NFL. We sat here on Friday, and CeCe and I were laughing about the must-lose situation that both of our teams were in. Yeah. The Giants for CeCe, the Patriots for me. They have the Panthers pick. That's where this whole thing is I different. Know. It gets turned on its head, yeah. But, but you don't just need one franchise quarterback you're, if you're, you're the right. Bears. You, no, you no, need a lot of talent. No, you do need a lot of talent. But here's the thing. If I can establish an identity yep. on one side of the ball, a, a way that we win games every single week, that matters mm-hmm. in terms of being able to put together a roster that can that can you know kind of build on some of the things that they've established in the second half of this season. And then beyond that, for the Chicago Bears, for GM Ryan Poles, for Matt Eberflus, for, for the ownership, they got to establish a culture. It's hard to establish a culture if you don't have something substantive to support it. If you don't have something tangible for the guys in the locker room to hold on to in the way of winning, then everything that the head coach says, everything that the GM says goes in one ear and out the other. They don't believe it. So being able to have the results on the field matters, and that's why I'm interested to see how this all plays out for their general manager, who made a highly questionable decision at the trade deadline, a couple of them actually, and then for their head coach. We don't know what Matt Eberflus is as a head coach, and it's hard to hang all of this over his head because we don't know if Justin Fields is a quality NFL quarterback. So I guess what I'm saying is this. If Ryan, po- if Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus over the next five games can have a winning record, if they can win three of five or four of five and finish the season winning four of six or five of six, then all of a sudden you feel a lot better going into the 2024 season knowing that you're armed with the top pick in the NFL draft. That's the thing, Smalls. That's where – okay, let me ask you this. Would it have been – if the Patriots or the Giants had the Carolina pick – 
is Friday must lose when we're having this conversation on our show? I don't think so. I, I think so. Because, yes, you, you – I don't think so. Yes, you're in a great position to get Caleb Williams or get a transformational quarterback or what you perceive to be a transformational quarterback. But look at the Houston Texans when they had two top picks and how that's helped them on both sides of the ball. I mean, I, I just think that the more talent you can get, the better. Those – the Giants, the Patriots, the Bears – I know the Bears won the game last night. Was that a, a victory last night that made you feel great about the state of the Chicago Bears? It's the first time they beat an NFC – North opponent with, 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 ever with Eberflus. With Eberflus. Okay, but Josh Dobbs, not a great performance. The, Vi- the Vikings did a lot to help them win that game. Well, yeah, the Vikings did a lot, but uh, I mean, it's not as if we're talking about unforced errors. They were all con- contested passes, mm-hmm. and their players were able to make plays on the football. And then let's not forget, they were able to apply pressure to Josh Dobbs, and that's not something that we've been able to associate with the Chicago Bears defense. So that the, all of those things are are data points that they should use in order to make the evaluation on either flus and ultimately the decision on which way they want to go moving forward. It is Giving Tuesday here on ESPN Radio. If you're able to, please support the critical work of the V Foundation for Cancer Research. V.org slash donate. 100% of your donation goes directly to game-changing cancer research. And someone who can speak towards that is Camilio Vajegas. He is, of course, a professional golfer. He is going to join us and tell his story coming up next. It's on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com today is giving tuesday you should laugh every day number two is think you should spend some time in thought and number three is you should have your emotions moved to tears could be happiness or joy but think about it if you laugh you think and you cry that's a full day that's a heck of a day if you're able, go to v.org slash donate to help support the V Foundation for Cancer Research. Along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. We are on Sportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, ESPN2 as well. All of our ESPN Radio shows will be seen on ESPN2 today for Giving Tuesday. V.org slash donate. 100% of your donation goes to Cancer Research. Camilo Vajegas is a professional golfer on the PGA Tour. Just a couple of weeks ago, he won his first tournament in nine years. That in itself is an amazing story. Mia is more amazing. Camilo, can you tell everybody who Mia was and why she is so important to you and the world needs to hear this? Yeah, how are you guys? Uh, Thanks for having me. And yes, this is a, a story. I mean, first things first, I'm very excited to win after a long time but uh, more importantly to just be able to look up in the sky and 
and look at my little one up there. Um, she was watching. She had front row seat. And Mia was her daughter. She, yeah, she had brain brain cancer, and she lost the fight after five months of, of battling at Nicholas Children's. It was it was it was tough. It's a it's a tough situation, but um, you know, life keeps going, and at some point you gotta accept that 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 that's part of the process. And it's very hard for some parents. It's very hard for mom. Very hard for dad. But uh, here we are. Uh, we decided to create the Mia's Miracles Foundation and try to make uh, what's a bad and sad story, turn it around, make good things about it, try to help others. We have, we're very fortunate to be at Nicholas Children's for five months with support from the staff, from the hospital, from our families, um, with a good insurance. Just we had all the support. And even though Mia lost the battle, we had a chance to see that not everybody has that support. And uh, therefore, my wife, Maria Ochoa, and myself decided to to create this foundation in honor of Mia, our little one that was always a very enth- enthusiastic and happy and had great energy. So, um, yeah, here we are. And we're talking about the Jimmy V, v Foundation. And everybody has a chance to uh, listen to his SP speech in 1993. And, uh, man, what, what an energy. And that's the energy we kind of want to continue um cancer is it is a tough one and it touches a lot of people especially when when you've gone through what we've gone through you realize how big this disease is how painful it is and how tough it is for families so um hey it's a it's it's honestly an honor for us to be able to do some cancer foundation to help the kids to help the families it really has opened our hearts uh, to continue life with a little different purpose. And, uh, man, you know, it's tough, but uh, we keep going. And golf has provided me a platform to to show uh, what we're going to do in the future and, and help others. So we will continue to fight, and we will continue this great adventure. Camilo, you just made the point that cancer is closer than any of us would like it to be. And it – Seeing it up close and personal for me, it, it just it's one of those things where you acknowledge that it takes all of you to fight cancer and it takes all of the community, all of the people in your community, everything they have in order to battle cancer. And I wanted to ask, it's a full-time job just fighting cancer, but then you also have a high-pressure occupation in being a professional golfer. How did you have the courage to continue your career as a professional golfer while going through that bout with Mia and now uh, after she's transitioned, continuing to go out there and compete? It was tough, to be honest. Eh? I was coming just I was coming out of an injury and I was getting ready to come back. And then we had the Mia situation, though. So and 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 that was like just stabbing myself um, emotionally, mentally, physically, all of the above. But eh, I think the keys is acceptance and um, acceptance is the key and not only for 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 the situations but with everything in life we got to accept what we have and what's coming and that all those situations as crazy as it sounds it's part of life i mean in this case we lost our little one almost 18 months old 22 months old and 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 you can say why me why this why that and but it's you got to accept that's that's what happened to us, and life continues. How are we going to turn this story into something positive? And my wife immediately talked about the foundation. It was very hard at the beginning, and 
because we kept hearing all the stories about cancer, 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 to the point where I was like, man, should we be so connected to cancer? And and, and she kept telling me, I know it's tough right now, but we will continue this foundation and we will be very thankful we, we did in the future. And she's absolutely right. And the, the, the golf community, the world itself, the energy, the people, the support that I received, that my family received after we lost our little one, that kind of that kind of gives you fuel to continue. So at the end of the day, I, I've always been a hard worker. I've always been a individual that wakes up early in the morning with a purpose. And uh, to be honest, uh, losing our little one gave us uh, another purpose in life. And I think that's what uh, has kept this engine going. It's been tough um, because we come back. I wasn't playing good. It's it's up and down emotionally in the family. Um, things were things were challenging, but I decided to just kind of revamp my golf swing at the beginning of the year. Just kind of changed my whole team and helped my wife with me as miracles. And things started lining up, and here we are. I, the winner on the PGA Tour again. I think it was a very emotional win, not only for me, but for the world of golf, for cancer research, for uh, children's cancer. And hey, it shows that just like uh, uh, Jimmy V said in in his uh, SP speech, don't give up, don't ever give up, and uh, we'll continue. Thank you for sharing that mindset, Camilla, because there are so many people who are watching or listening right now who are going through something and they can take that and apply it to their own life. So thank you for sharing that. But today we are raising awareness. We're trying to raise money in the fight against cancer. And whether it's the V Foundation or Mia's Miracles, it's important that we share what the process is like, uh, what this money is going towards for people who are battling this disease. So can you take us through what it was like for you after Mia was diagnosed, what the process was like so that that people who are going to donate today can understand why it's so important to give resources to those who are going through this fight? Yes. In, in, in our case with Me as Miracles, we've decided to just help others that are going through, through similar situations like we went through. And why is this important? Because once again, we were very fortunate to have the, the financial, emotional support and but we saw it firsthand in the hospital. It's not the case with with most of those kids in there. So all these funds are going to to help the families. Just to have a, for example, I'll tell you a very very cool story. We had this uh, kid that was going through this last uh, round of chemo, and his family wasn't with him because they were in, in Central America. They couldn't um, they couldn't they couldn't fly. They didn't have a visa. Uh, and 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 me as miracles decided to work hard, get a special exemption to get this family a visa, give them funds to fly, to have a place to stay, and just to be with their little one for that last round of chemo. And uh, it's things like that. It's it's that emotional um, energy that this kid received when just seeing their parents and and their company. And it's stuff like that. Mia Cerny Rooms has a great program. Yeah, look at that. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable. Once again, it's it's opened my heart. It's opened my wife's heart. It's given us purpose. And trust me, um, being part of the PGA Tour, I've seen charity firsthand because they do an unbelievable job. But having my our own foundation and and being able to just at, at firsthand help others is 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 bigger than winning golf tournaments on the PGA Tour. And it might sound. Um, 
crazy, but I've had a chance to be with uh, Jack and Barbara Nicholas a lot. Obviously, Jack had the career he had, and now he has the foundation he has. And, and to see Barbara and Jack talk about the passion and, and, and the emotion that the foundation has given them has uh, set an example for us to just follow their steps and uh, help others. Camilo, what you have done, you and your wife and your foundation, is just truly remarkable. For more information, Mia's da, uh, Mia's-Miracles.org is the, the website, M-I-A-S-Miracles.org, for more information, of course, alongside the V Foundation for Cancer Research. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for what you've done for others. Obviously, you and your foundation, heroic in what you're doing for other people. We do appreciate it. Like I said, guys, thanks for having me. And uh, accept don't give up and don't ever give up, like Jimmy V said. Thank you very much. There he is, uh, Camilo Vajegas, obviously gone through hell with Mia and lives to tell about it and influencing others. And he's got his foundation and it's just I, – I don't know how he does that. I'm not a parent, but I got to imagine that's every parent's worst nightmare. And to have the courage to take his story, his family's journey, and turn it into a positive to be able to help others – and then having the courage to continue his career as a professional golfer to maintain the platform so you continue to raise awareness and money for pediatric cancer research, it's just, it's tremendous. It speaks to the kind of human being that Camillo is. And I just think I'm glad that we have the opportunity to do what we do today so we can acknowledge people like Camillo in the sports world because those stories deserve to be told absolutely completely remarkable that you're able to take such a big tragedy and spin it into something that helps others that story he just shared about Mia's miracles being able to have a family there with their child as they complete their last round of chemo really important work and the research helps 18.1 million cancer survivors in the united states today since 1991 the overall cancer death rate has decreased by 33 percent so the research is helping it is working and we need to continue to raise money v.org slash donate on Giving Tuesday. It's Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.